Hello, everybody. Welcome to Conform This. King of Podcasts here with you to give a quick KOP at the movies review of El Chicano. When I first started by going to the movies, uh, this movie in particular, I talked to my friend Chuck, who's pretty big on, see, like superheroes and particular movies with uh, particular roles, say, like Punisher or The Crow, which I'm sure there were a lot of similarities to this movie that people talked about. Because it was this, you know, vendetta, vigilante, superhero type guy that doesn't discover it. And then from all the different things that are going on in his life as a cop, whose brother is intertwined in a storyline where, you know, this guy Diego Hernandez is trying to, first of all, he's weighed down by the murder of his brother or didn't know that it was murder of his brother, which was originally a suicide, and the guy wasn't a good guy. That's what he thought. And then the whole story about, well, they got intertwined that led this cop to become El Chicano. Quite a story. And, you know, they had a very good cast, by the way. A lot of the, uh, some quite standard uh, Mexican actors and actresses that were part of this that were quite interesting. The story was good. I mean, to tell the story like they did, to get us to where they are about understanding the family story, to understand what was going on with him. The fact that George Lopez was a cop, or the sheriff, or the sheriff, uh, I guess he's the lieutenant, or whatever it was. But he goes through several things going on when it comes to his partner, and then knowing about his brother, and then all this going on as a result of a murder, which happens to be from a friend of his that he knew from 20 years ago. And the legend of the El Chicano character was well told. All that encompassed. Like, everything was very well... They had a very good storyline. Everything was just kind of played out. And, you know, I would have thought there would have been much more of the character to show, but no. It wasn't a quick build to the character to let you know, okay, we're going to see El Chicano a lot, a lot, a lot. It's not like it's some superhero thing that all of a sudden happens. It definitely led itself up to that. But they definitely gave us a story that get us there. And the story was well told. And these are, and there were no actors of, of note, really, that were even that I'd recognize. Except for, let's see. I recognize Kate Del Castillo because she's done a lot of Spanish soap operas. Amy Garcia, who I've seen on Dexter, and she's most certainly on Lucifer. But other than that, not much else I've seen her in. So that all there was a. It was just there was a lot of people. I noticed, oh, I did. one of the first guys that was taken out early on, who is the antagonist's father, or gets taken out by El Chicano, and it's one of the guys that we've seen from Southern Anarchy and. Uh, Oh, goodness. I can't forget that. Now, the... What well, after that? You know, the, uh... The New Mexico one. Um... Oh, I forget now. Anyways, I'll figure it out later. It'll come to me. And eventually I'll probably do it as soon as I stop the recording. God, it's not coming to me right now. <laughs> Go figure. So... They tell the story. It's in East Los Angeles. They give you the whole idea of kind of like this Hispanic pride. And a very interesting way also of... Explaining how, you know, the Mexican independence idea and, and the whole re, reconquering of Mexico and saying that California was part of that, which was an interesting story to tell out of that. I just thought it was a good way to do it. And 
Mayans MC. There we go. That's the name of it. I knew I was going to catch it sooner or later. They tell the re, you know, the the idea that there was these guys, this particular drug cartel in Mexico, had the idea that they were going to go ahead and take back what was theirs. And they were finding room to the drug cartel and the drug market in the L.A. and California to find their way back in and reclaim what's theirs. And making some big statements about doing that as well. So, the movie when I originally saw, okay, Rotten Tomatoes gives it 25%. And that's probably because they don't like the violence in it. They don't like the alpha male story. You know, if it's not diverse or inclusive and it doesn't have, like, a boatload of different characters of color different persuasions, different gender, different, you know, whatever, then the movie just doesn't get, it'll get panned. And that's it. But if it's not teaching uh, some type of conformity or tolerance or something like that, then, of course, they're going to, it's going to get panned. The movie that reminds me of this was Peppermint a little bit, which was a Jennifer Garner movie, which I thought was great. But, of course, her being unwielding, knife-wielding, all this and that, they didn't like that. But the story was told well, and same idea. She just became this vigilante and was just badass. Well, this guy was the same way, with a badass mask and the whole story behind it. You know, motorcycle-wielding vigilante. And what can I say? Good vigilante movies are tough to find and still work today. Today, Well, didn't get a big movie. And I'll tell you, it was really weird to see that this movie came out after Avengers Endgame, which obviously people are still going to see that now. And there were other movies that came out not as much to the event of the effect, but they were probably making on people that are probably already saw Endgame because they didn't think that many people would stick around and keep watch, or either going to go watch it again or those that didn't get a chance and they probably got spoiled. They finally got to see that movie after all, and that's what they wanted to go do. So, for me, I already saw Endgame, and in the crux of things of how movies are coming up, this is something I wanted to watch, so I'm fine with that there, and I enjoyed it. So if I want to give it a grade, I give it an A. You know, it gave us a good story. The action was very well done. And for, for nobody I knew in the movie, there was nothing f really goofy or stupid about it. I mean, I think George Lopez actually did a pretty decent job. You know, in a serious, dramatic role, I thought it was actually just the whole story went well. And it was pretty authentic to the Mexican sense. I thought they actually kept it pretty good to the vest. So I enjoyed the story. They definitely set up a sequel and we'll wait on it, and I'll look forward to that. So let me give you a little uh, heads up of the KOP, the movies thing coming up. Because Pokemon Detective Pikachu, I will be seeing that next week. We got to that as John Wick Chapter 3. That's the plan for this point. So that's what we come look at for the next couple of weeks. And on those more movies coming out, uh, that'll be interesting. The trailers I saw tonight, there was Stuber, there was a couple other movies for horror, there was Brightburn, and I forget it was another one that came out that uh, I forget was in it. But definitely, horror movies are very rampant and expansive. There's, there's a lot of them coming out quite a bit this year. It's quite a bit of a year for that. For whatever reason, there's a lot of more horror movies that are coming out that just feel like they need to be put out. And that's what they're doing. The one movie I'm almost looking forward to, which I think is in June, is 21 Bridges with Chadwick Boseman. That looks fantastic. All in for that. And there's some of the good movies for the summer I'm waiting for, looking forward to. Hobbs and Shaw in August. There'll be Stuber with Dave Bautista and uh, Kamal Nijani. And then, I'm trying to think, uh, there's a few others. I've been told about a few others too, but I'll stick with that right there. Anyway, that's my KOP The Movies review of El Chicano. I give it a day. I hope you enjoyed it. 
Stick around. Hopefully I'll do another episode. i got some other things I'm going to be looking at that I want to go and put together and talk about on another episode. Hope you subscribe to the show. And of course, please find my Wrestlers podcast at kingofpodcasts.com or check out the Broadcasters Podcast where I talk about stuff like this all the time at broadcasterspodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter at King of Podcasts or find Facebook, facebook.com slash King of Podcasts. That's where I'm at. That's it for conformed this, so don't be conformed. Take it easy.